Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. It's not another Buffalo podcast. The bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal. With John. That guy who dropped the ball is the reason the Kardashians are famous Kardashians because... Famous. Ha! Yeah, no, that's Mike Vrabel, a Stanley Steamer carpet cleaner, dude. You know, he'll steam over some of the shittiest carpets you've ever seen. And Brando. Talking bills with your family could be like talking politics sometimes if Tremaine Edmonds' contract comes into discussion. On Buffalo Rumblings. All right, it's not another Buffalo podcast here on a Wednesday evening. This will come out Friday, of course, but uh, I'm here with Pat and Brando. Happy Friday. Yeah, happy Friday. We haven't made it yet, but you have listening to this, so congrats. We're a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. You can find us on Twitter at NotBuffPodcast. How are you guys doing tonight? The freaking Sabres just put up, what, four goals in the first six, period? Six in six. the first period. Tage put up four. Sorry. That's what I was saying. Yes. Tage Thompson with four goals in the first period. This is just silly. You know, like the Sabres update just isn't, does it doesn't hit the same. Like it's, it's cool, but like we made the Sabres update, like when we first started the show, because the Sabres were so bad that it was just a joke that we'd even mention them on a Bills podcast when the Bills were so good. And uh, now that it's just shifted, like they leave the to, show. So. It's a headliner. Yeah. Now. He had yeah. in his first three minutes and 45 seconds of ice time, he had three goals and an assist. That's just insane. And that wasn't even it. So. Man, this might be good enough to uh, get America to watch hockey. Oh, let's not be silly here. (laughs) Wait, do you know like what the what is like the single goal scored record in the NHL? Do you know in a game? Yes, I know team goals. The Sabers record is fourteen from nineteen seventy five. Sal Capaccio just tweeted that out. I don't know the single goal scorer record. It's got to be some insane record from when goalies were trash. Probably, yeah. Actually. Hang on. I got it right here. I got a cat in the way. Um, seven goals in a game. Joe Malone, most goals in a game. Joe Malone scored seven. Uh, 1920 for the Quebec Bulldogs. Let's see. What's the what's the most recent? Good fishing up there in Quebec. You and me going fishing in the dark. Tage Thompson scoring on goalies all over the place tonight. Yeah, people are uh, going to be sick of that song after never. tonight. God. Although they're not in Buffalo, so they're not playing his goal song. There's a lot of people with five goals. There's one, two, three, four, five, six people with six goals. But the, the soonest one with six goals, it's 1976. Wow. So, yeah, so it's been a hot second. It's been a this it's is been a uh, long this time. is history. We gotta we gotta hurry up and get through this episode so we can watch history happen. Yeah, it's a, it's that it's that level. So, Pat, I know you had a busy day today, so I don't know if you had a chance to log on Twitter and see the doomsday uh, posting that was happening. But did you see the update with Von Miller? 
No, no. I, someone texted me pain period. My friend Randy did. I didn't even, I thought maybe Josh was hurt or something. I, I No, no. It's thankfully it's, it's not that bad, but it's Von Miller's uh, has a torn ACL and is out for the rest of the season. So really? uh, yeah, they went in for exploratory surgery to check out his meniscus and they found the ACL today. Yeah. So not, not great, Bob. Devastating. But well, I mean, we, we definitely got the Patriots offensive line wasn't very good, but we got some pressure. We'll see how well the boogie can dance. And, um, you know, Greg Russo, I feel like we're pretty deep as long as Jordan Phillips doesn't celebrate and twist his ankle or something. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> right. We'll they, see. They just made a move to, they, uh, signed somebody, I think it was CJ Brewer from the practice squad to the active yep. roster. So that might mean that Jordan Phillips might miss some time. Don't know yet. Hopefully it's only like a week or something like that. But, you know, yeah, those guys are definitely going to have to step it up. Shaq Lawson's uh, going to have to step up big. I mean, he's played pretty well he has played the past well. couple of weeks. I always think of you, Pat, know. when I think of Shaq Lawson and Jordan Phillips. Just I know you bang the drum for them all the time. They've been yeah, great, I, I think, this season. They really have. Like, it, it's kind of like the whole be the best version of yourself in Buffalo. Like, what other... You know, evidence, you know, show this to OBJ, you know, which we still don't have any anything on, which we thought we were going to by today. But, you know, that's fine. There's so many rumors out there. It's almost like we could have an entire episode discussing it. But, you know, you as Bills fans, if you listen to other content, which you probably, probably do, then you you probably heard a lot of it. You know, I listened to four hours, all four hours of Howard and Jeremy today because I was doing stuff around the house. And it's always good when I can listen to those episodes. And, you know, I do the 1.5 speed with them. And, uh, well, it's, you know. Jeremy and Joe this morning, but, which is uh, still a quality yeah. show. I like that. Oh, it is. Joe, Joe's Joe's awesome. But but you're yeah, right so. in the sense. I want to say I heard that somewhere else too. That like if anybody here is sick of talking about Odell, we've been talking about it since what freaking September. I mean, what, we yeah. said we want Von Miller and we want Odell Beckham. I mean, those are my elevator now, Brandon, pitches, right? No, those no, no. Brandon, that was Brandon. Yeah, we don't. We're not taking credit for your accomplishments, Brandon. Was Brandon was the one. Pitch. That, it was. It was his elevator pitch, and we're like, really, Von Miller? That seems like that seems kind of tough. Go you know, he's kind of old, and then lo and behold, obviously, you know, that all. That was happened, a fun so. episode when it broke live. Yeah. Well, Pat, Pat predicted Naheem Hines, so it's like you guys, yeah. you guys got crystal balls. John, it's your turn. But take this. <laughs> yeah, take this transition. But your crystal balls have been a little bit muggy lately on the game picks, but not last week. So good transition, anyway. John. Good transition. Let's see. How did we do? 133 episodes in, we're getting a little bit better at this. So uh, <laughs> not much, not much though. So this past week, I went three and three, and you guys both went four and two. Good job, Pat. With Air five, all Pat. different games picked correctly. So we had a good, we had a good spread on this one. So Pat, you missed New England and Kansas City, which can't blame you for either of those. Um, and that was picking on the spread, not the not the Patriots to win outright, just to cover. Um, and then Brandon, you missed Miami and the Chargers, and I missed Casey, the Chargers, and Miami on that list. So that brings our overall records to Pat. You're 38 and 40, sniffing at 500. You're right there. I'm 43 and 35, and Brandon, you're 37 and 41. So I uh, still got some work to do, but uh, I feel like this slate is a uh, get right slate. Important week in fantasy implications for those of you out there who partake in um actually our our fantasy league for nabp i think the uh the playoffs are finalized right now like this week doesn't matter at all in the standings because we got like four teams that are all nine and four and a little bit of you know yeah so welcome to the playoffs uh playoff teams but 
What is that like? In Nate's league, you're first in your conference, despite having less points scored than the last place person in our conference. I looked at that yesterday. I didn't realize that. (laughs) Because I, when you you sent that text about the Eastern versus Western with the guy with the small bicep, and I was like five percent offended because at the time when I was nine and two, you have the best record in the league still. But it's been wire to wire. Like I, I I've had first place in that division, and then I looked at the the point scored, and I was like, <laughs> oh, this is fair. I I get it. I get it. And I'm like, I need the buy. The only chance I really have is to get a buy in that first round and hope something freaky happens those last two weeks, like Josh Allen sits or, you know, whatever it may be. Cause I've kind of, the games I've won have been close really. I, I mean, I had Joe Mixon's five touchdown game. Like uh, I kind of got lucky, but yeah, we're, we're clinging, we're clinging to, to victory. I lost Cooper cup. I've, I've rotated quarterbacks. Like it's been a very much patched together team. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we got some game picks to make, so uh, let's get into it time for the guys to pick their picks in the pick six pickums all right first up buffalo nine and a half point favorites with the jets returning um if you're a jets fan you're probably thinking that this line is disrespectful but uh we don't (laughs) care so uh Interesting note that I wanted to uh, point out. I was looking at spreads for these games, and uh, another game that's not on our docket because it has the same spread, the Chiefs are favored by 9.5 points over the Broncos, which is kind of crazy to me because I think the Jets are a much better team than the Broncos are right now. So maybe it's just like that 10-point spread, but you know the Bills are favored by the same amount of points over the Jets as the Chiefs. And I think it's really interesting looking at Sorry, I'm not trying to go off on a huge tangent here. Have you seen those power rankings on Twitter that use gambling lines? And so, like, based on the odds makers in Vegas, they put together NFL power rankings based on how each team would be favored against the average NFL team on a neutral field. And the Bills are consistently number one in that. So they have they have Vegas's attention. They're still obviously I think they're at the top of favorites for the Super Bowl at this point. But uh, interesting looking at that. So it's not just us. We're not just homers. Even the smart guys with their calculators in Vegas are are also in on the bills this year. So with that being said, nine and a half points is a lot. So Pat, how how you feeling about this one? Well, I'm going to disrespect Mike White. Uh, pick the bills here. We'll see. Did you see they were wearing Mike White t-shirts coming off the plane? Yes. Last week. Sauce Gardner can go and... Um, Whatever, put soul sauce on his sneakers because Stefan Diggs is going to wear the soles right out of him. So we'll see. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I get Brandon, what about you? Um, I want to say if it was 10 points, I'd pick the Jets. But because it's nine and a half, I'm going to take the Bills. And I only say that because I think I, I, it was a couple of weeks ago, so it might have changed. But teams that are 10 point or higher favorites have, when I looked, I want to say they're like five and 12 against the spread this year. So that 10 number has been a really big stickler and the bills have been victims, maybe three or four times of that as they lost as those favorites or they, they didn't cover. So I'll take the bills only because Mike white last time we played him, what he threw four picks and was sacked eight times or something like that. Yeah. It's one thing to be an, an RI quarterback 
against a middling defense or a mediocre defense or whatever you want to say. But when you have Tremaine Edmonds, Tremaine Edmonds is 89 PFF cover grade is ranked number one in the league. You're going to have to cover Garrett Wilson, right? That's their receiver right now that's been going off. He's yeah. kind of like a, and, a young uh, Steph Diggs. Denzel Mims, too. Denzel yeah. Mims. And uh, who's the other guy that wanted out with Zach Wilson at quarterback? Uh, Elijah Moore. Uh, Elijah Moore. Yeah. yeah they, got, they got some dudes. So they got, got some dudes. Games. They can play. And I, I would love Mike White to be like just good enough that they don't take a quarterback because they could be real good if they took a quarterback and they figured that out. But. Give me the bills, John. Yeah. Do you have as much conviction here? Do you think are you close on the line? I mean, I know you're gonna pick the bills, but is it like <laughs> yeah. close? I mean, is there is there really any like suspense here? I don't know. I'm not as confident as I always am with these lines because I think if you're the Jets, you want to make this a, you know, you want to grind this out. You want long drives. You want short passes. Mike White is a lot better than Zach Wilson at getting the ball out quickly, running the Shanahan offense, doing the little things like just setting your back. Th- foot pro is out and then that that's just not what Zach Wilson did and he got them into trouble but it's really showing how little they needed from the quarterback position just to be decent and I think Mike White is the epitome of that and it's also the epitome of how bad Zach Wilson is so I think that they're going to be improved over this last matchup but we also didn't have Jordan Poyer in last the last well, matchup we didn't have Josh at we, we had him in about half mass, too. I well, feel he got like. hurt right. in that game, right? He got hurt on the play before the end of the game. So he Second was... I mean, allegedly, throw, yeah. allegedly, I feel like he was definitely feeling it in the Green Bay game, but I could be wrong, but we'll see. Oh, who else was out for the Bills that day? Was it Edmonds, Poyer? I think Milano. Milano. Oh, Milano, Poyer, and White were all out. And all three of those have combined for what? Four All-Pros? Well, it's just crazy. I mean, you don't even think about, like... Us not hearing from Trey White in the Pats game is like, uh, you know, a testament to how good he is. Like, when Trey White's on the field, you're not even thinking about, oh, we're going to get burned. Nope. You know? Right. It's been since yeah. that Bengals game, his rookie year against AJ Green. It's been the same story. I love this guy. I will talk about Trey White. You want to talk about Trey White? I'll talk about Trey White anytime. Anytime. Just because if you don't get your name called, I tell my players this if I'm not picking on you, you're doing a good job. If you're not being talked about, you're doing a good job. Don't even notice you. I don't want to notice you. Don't make a mistake. Do exactly what you're asked to. Play your role, and he does exactly that. So it'll be great to have him out there. I'm sick of watching Dane Jackson get beat so much. <laughs> and just the safeties being a smidge late, taking bad yeah. angles. and <sighs> Yeah, yeah. I cannot understate how awesome it is to see Trey White on the field again. And it's been kind of flying under the radar because there are not a lot of plays that are happening I think he did let up some catches in this last game, so we saw him a little bit. But, man, I mean, it, it's been a year since we've seen that guy in a field, obviously Thanksgiving of last year. So just great to have him back and what he has to this defense. And, you know, we're down Vaughn now, so and down Hyde. Hopefully maybe we get him back by the end of the year. But it's just been it's just been crazy. They were talking on Howard and Jeremy this morning about all the crazy plays that happened in that last Jets game that we kind of forgot about. Like there was a missed field goal before halftime. There was the pick on the opening possession where Josh was throwing the ball to Dawson Knox and just the guy just ran straight underneath it. There were these, there was a fumble that was called back or Edmonds interception that was called back or something like that. Does anyone remember that one? Yeah. Or there was a fumble recovery or something like that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Devin Singletary had fumbled or something and it was like pretty clear that he had hit the ground. I could be wrong. But yeah, maybe that was it. But that was it was just a crazy game. And it's, you know, 
So I don't, I don't Davis expect off a, the face mask at the very end. Yes, too. exactly. Yeah, that play too. So I don't expect that many plays to go wrong. It just wasn't their day last time. So this could be low scoring and close, but I think that the Bills will be in control start to finish. So I'm comfortable taking the nine and a half. I might get burned by a backdoor cover if all the third strings are in, but I don't really see that uh, happening with this Bills team. I think that they want revenge, and I think that they're going to uh, stuff the Jets back into New Jersey, where they came from. So anyway, that was kind of long-winded, but next up we got Minnesota at Detroit. I decided to throw this one on the list because Detroit is favored in this game by two and a half points. So Brandon, you're the Michigan boy. How are you feeling about your Detroit Lions? All right, multiple things at play here. When I was listening, I listened to 97 won the ticket. That was the first. I didn't know sports talk existed. I'm like eight years old. I'm at my uncle's house in Detroit, and he put it on. And since then, that's all I consume pretty much. Right. <laughs> so I remember listening to it then. It's the same hosts. It's a good show. And I was listening on my way home from Detroit in the drive and they had a caller call in saying that he thinks Detroit's going to run the table. They might lose one, but he thinks they're going to go undefeated the rest of the season after the Bills game. And they just lit up the Jags. They showed exactly what they're capable of. And the more that I watch Amon Ross St. Brown, the more I love their offense. They have the best backfield in the league. Question mark. Yes. Yes. No, maybe. Yes. Um, They can get pressure on the quarterback. Their secondary is not great. Jeff Okuda is kind of budding as the former number three overall pick with a cool last name. But um, I just I I don't want to take them because they're they have not earned anything yet. They are not the Bills where I can just pick them every week and be confident. I don't like Jared Goff. He leaves so much on the table. He's so much like Kirk Cousins. Really, they're just like they could switch teams and have the exact same result. And when you look at Minnesota. And you have Jefferson and Cook, and their talent is better. And I like Dan Campbell, but uh, give me the Lions just because I'm a Lions fan. But I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm pretty sure Brandon didn't even know what he was going to pick through that. Not entire- until right now. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I love the powder blue jerseys. We'll talk. I, I have more to talk about the Lions after the game picks, so we'll talk a little more after. But I mean, what do you guys think? I, you both like Dan Campbell, right? I mean, I'll give you my pick. I have lines written down here too. Okay. I'm, uh, you know, if they're favored, then Vegas does that for a reason. They're not just throwing out lines. I, well, mean, I, I mean, they do throw out lines to be enticing. They do that. I, f- I feel like they give the, the home team two and a half as just courtesy. I mean, you, you might take that with a grain of salt and say that it's really an even spread. So what I've heard not. is this year, Switch, they switched it. Normally they would give a home team three points or two and a half to three points. Um, but statistically, home field advantage has almost evaporated in the NFL. If you look at the overall statistics of um, home field advantage, obviously this is, the COVID season was an outlier, so not including that. But even these past two seasons, home field advantage isn't as significant as it has been in the past. So chalk that up to whatever you may, but usually they're only given one and a half points. So in this case, you know, only a one point favorite on a neutral field take it as you will but neutral field they would be a one and a half point favorite on a neutral or one point favorite on a neutral field if they're two and a half point favorites oh i see yep their home field sorry quick math going there but yeah pat what do you what do you think about this matchup Uh, i don't know yep 
Well, number one, I feel thing. like I feel like Jared Goff is a more stylish version of Kirk Cousins. I don't think you'd ever catch Jared wearing some Coles, but um, <laughs> or chains, or chains either. He's just he looks like kind of like friend of the show Nate Close. But um, anyways, like Jared I, Goff I just, has more hair. The, the, yes, with more hair. But uh, the Vikings are too good. I don't like this Vikings team. I think Adam Thielen is a scrub. I think that Justin Jefferson should take his grill out because he might hurt his teeth. If he catches one over the middle, I think that Dalvin Cook, whatever, breaks one good run a game and gets overhyped. I think that Harrison Smith is the most overhyped defensive player in the NFL. And I think that Kevin O'Connell should stick to predicting the weather in Western New York. But <laughs> I, pick the, I have to pick the Vikings, man. It sucks. I hate to do it, but they're too good not to pick. Really, really talking them up there uh, yeah. in that one. Not a, not a fan, but... If that just... You must be really, really down on the Lions. If, well, uh, I just every time I get up on the Lions, they let me down. If I, you know what I mean, I feel like if I hype, yeah, if I hype them up, they will lose. But you know, if I put the Vikings down and pick them to win, then the, the Lions might have a chance to win. And like internally, I would feel fine if I lost the game picking the Lions one. But true, true, I get that. It's good logic. Pat, only only two weeks removed from correctly predicting Detroit to backdoor cover on the uh, Bills. True. But uh, next up, we got Miami going to L.A. to play the Chargers. Um, I can go first in this one just to keep it even. I like Miami. Tua had, obviously, not his greatest week last week after starting out with... I don't know if you guys watched this game on Red Zone or, or whatever. I watched the whole game. Pat, I know you were stuck with uh, Giants Commanders, so I apologize. Yes, beautiful game. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I do have to go with Miami this week. Wait, what happened at the start of the game, though? I guess I don't... Oh, sorry. Tua threw a 75-yard touchdown on the very first play of the game on a slant. It was It was like Tebow... In that overtime period against the uh, yeah, uh, Steelers, the, the remember that? Yeah, remember that throw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yep. uh, Sherfield, I think, beat everybody. So anyway, I think Miami's too good to drop two in a row. LA's been finding themselves a little bit lately, but still not up to the caliber that I think that they wanted to be at ahead of this season. So AFC East still beats the AFC West. But anyway, Pat, what do you what do you think about that one? Uh, well, I don't want to put the Dolphins as bad, you know, as as down as bad as I did, you know. The, the Vikings, but I think they got to get the W. I just, I don't, I don't know about the Chargers, man. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't even know if Justin Herbert's good. I mean, I think he's good physically, but who knows? But I'll, I'll take the Dolphins. What about you, Brandon? I don't think he is good physically. He's got that cracked rib he's going to have all season that they've just been kind of Fair. numbing up for him. Um, yep. He's still a baller, and I would pick him over to a, oh, over to a, but I will take the Dolphins. I, like I said, I'm, I don't, I don't love the Dolphins. I like watching the Dolphins. They are exciting. I would like to see Tyreek Hill crack 2,000 yards. He's had an outstanding I season. Are you going to say crack a rib? No, not yet. <laughs> um, I, I mean, you you broke a rib, Pat? Yeah. How awful was it? Uh, Well, you just can't breathe, really. That's probably the hardest <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. We're good. <laughs> you don't need to do that. Yeah. You just can't breathe. Yeah. Um, I just think of our, one of our high school buddies broke a rib. And I, I remember watching him try to sneeze and cough and thinking about how painful it was. And I think about Justin Herbert trying to play quarterback through that. So, you know, Miami has a good D line. They got some good corners. So I'm going to take Miami. It'll be a close game. Think about it. It's a must win for both yeah, if teams. You're, if you're the Chargers. For both well, teams. Because you think teams, yeah. Miami's dropped one. So they're tied, right? They're, oh, they're behind us by one now, right? Yeah. Yep. And yeah, then down one game. Now the Chargers could win and leapfrog Miami 
And then you got the Bills coming up next week. So now you drop three in a row to go to what? Eight and six? And that would be devastating for them. So you you have to win they, this They game. might throw the blame on Tua and he might not get the call back yeah. next year. Yeah. RIP. And he's having a good season. Um, whatever you want season. to say about Tua. He's having a good year. I, I've watched, I mean, more Dolphins football than I've ever watched in my life. Sorry, this is long-winded. But his game is so improved this year. And the Dolphins are disgusting without him. Like, just negligently awful. And it's crazy how much better that team is when he's in the in the game. So... I don't want to see that, but, you know, go Dolphins in this game. Good matchup coming on Saturday night. Remember, the NFL flexed that for December 17th, I believe. So if you're like me, you can plan your Christmas parties now accordingly if you yeah. have multiple yeah. states to be in. So, yeah. There is yeah. a Christmas party that night, actually. I told my buddy, I was like, we, we, I have no, no commitment here. So I, I'm not going to make that. <laughs> All right, next up, let's quick pick these ones so we can get into some Brando's bets. And we have quotes with Pat and a Sabres update. So we're going to quick pick these ones. Um, my bad for going on the, Sorry, uh, the I'm rant, rant there about the business. No, no, too. you did not go on a rant, Brandon. Your, yours was pertinent information. I went on a, uh, I went on a rant. So uh, Baltimore at Pittsburgh. This, this game would not be as close on the line as you think, but Pittsburgh is actually favored by two and a half points, probably because Lamar Jackson isn't going to play in this game. So... Pat, I know that you are not only high on Lamar Jackson, but also Tyler Huntley as well, yes. the backup. So uh, do you think that they beat Pittsburgh in this game? I do. I do. Interesting. Right, Brandon, what about you? Uh, Pittsburgh. TJ Watt. Is TJ Watt in? You want to see Kenny? I think so. Let I me think search. TJ My Watt pick is, is dependent on TJ Watt. Yes, Brandon loves uh, conditional picks. Well, no, but they their record is like insane it's with TJ Watt freaky. versus without him. He's kind of like it Jordan is. Poyer for us. Yep. Um, yep. Harris is questionable. TJ Watt has ribs. Also, man, what's up with his ribs? Playing. He he's has been playing. playing yeah. Um, <laughs> this I'm reading a comment on Pro Football Talk. The first comment is the Watts, incredibly talented football players. Too bad they're made of glass. Um. <laughs> but if, if TJ Watt goes, I'll take the Steelers. I'll take him. I'll take him. All right, Brandon, for the Steelers. I'm going to go Baltimore on this one. I do believe in uh, Tyler Huntley. I don't want to say that I don't believe in Tyler Huntley either because I do like him. Right, right. Yeah, but the Steelers have been uh, trending upwards lately, so uh, we all left them for dead this season, and uh, here they come trying to get that 9-8 well, We kind of murder them. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. maybe that was the right term. Anyway, second-to-last matchup, Jacksonville and Tennessee. Brandon. Um, interesting. Your tweet was funny, John, on the NABP account about the GM talk. Oh, because they fired him. So, for those of you who don't follow us on Twitter, which is probably most of you, um, <laughs> the uh, Titans GM did like a video interview. But anyway, the Titans GM was fired a couple days ago. If you if you hadn't heard, that was coming off of the AJ Brown game where AJ Brown torched them. AJ Brown being the Titans receiver who they traded for a first-round draft pick and got Traylon Burks with that pick in the draft, who is a nice piece but obviously hasn't lived up to A.J. Brown. Anyway, so the social media team has an uh, like an ad, like a sponsored thing that shows up on your feed, like interviewing the GM of the Titans, and it's still up. Like They're like, sit down and have a conversation with GM. Forget his name. I don't even know his but, name. Uh, it's not relevant. Yeah. He doesn't have a job anymore. Yeah, <laughs> at least for now. Pat, what do you think of that? Because I feel like if you're him... You got to be pissed because you're the one seed last year with AJ Brown, albeit. But you know, you drafted Henry. You built a pretty good squad. You well, hired Mike Bravel. 
I mean, I think Mike Vrabel's the saving grace. I think he's he's the it, perhaps he wouldn't have to be the carpet cleaner um, if there wasn't. All right, you know that's that's mismanagement. Absolutely true. right. At, yeah, John levels. Robinson is the guy's name. Well, and they made AJ Brown play hurt too, which is kind of slimy. Um, well, is that Mike Vrabel? Who knows? But I mean, honestly, and it's a, I, when the face of your franchise is Derrick Henry hype, but like if you go if if you like Taylor Lewan is also the face of your franchise. Who? Yeah, know. he's kind of old and a podcaster more than he is a football <laughs> player, but it's whatever. Go Titans. I don't I'm even know who he is. Does he play offense or defense? Offensive line. He's <laughs> oh, on Bustin' with the Boys. Him and Will Compton. I must have missed that. Yeah. He's uh he's always out. He's perpetually injured, but a but a huge trash talker and uh, sometimes dirty. But anyway, with John Robinson as well, like he handed out that huge contract to Derrick Henry instead of AJ Brown. You know, a year later and. Uh, Titans historically actually have similar rushing numbers without Derrick Henry versus when they do. Interesting little tidbit there. But I think that Mike Vrabel has been working with a slightly worse roster every single year that he's been there. Yeah. So, Pat, I think the Stanley's team are carpet cleaner comment. It's definitely like right on. That's my that's my favorite intro that you rolled today, John. Um, Yeah, I love that clip. That's a great clip. But also a question. Did you see Mike Vrabel during the draft when they announced the trade got up and like left the room? Did you guys Did see he? that clip played back? He's sitting there in his like tan suit. And when they traded and got what well, they got the 18th pick for AJ Brown, um, Mike Rabel got up, like puts his hands, takes a breath and walks out of the room because I don't think he wanted to do that trade. So it's going to be interesting how they do that. I think they're going to do a little Bill O'Brien slash Bill Belichick coach player management kind of. I dual hope role. so. I think he's earned it at this point. I think so too. But who's taking the Titans? You guys taking the Titans? I'm taking the Titans. What about you, Pat? You, you boys ever listen to church hymns when they say, and Tanny will raise the Titans up on <laughs> Eagles wings. But, yeah, like every uh, Thursday morning, dude. Every Thursday I morning. didn't know if you were going to, into Catholic hymn there or Josh Groban. Like, it could have been either there. So, oh, yeah, it's uh, Catholic with, hymn. With yes. the raising up happening there. Brandon, what about you? Who you got in this oh, one? The Jags look need to bounce back here. But Lawrence is hurt also, so give me the Titans. All right, Tennessee for Brando. Last one. This is Monday Night Football. New England going into the desert to play Arizona. Pat, we got... Get right game for the Pats. Sorry, I screamed it. I just, you know, I, now that we're not playing them, I want to get back on the Pats bandwagon. So, um, <laughs> yeah, get right game for the Pats. Kyler Murray, I don't even know if he's playing. Is he playing? DeAndre Hopkins, is he playing? Who knows? They can't get their three best players on the field consecutively ever. If but. any local universities are looking for subjects for a... Stockholm syndrome study. Uh, let me know. I might have a uh, might have a person for you. Anyway, Brandon, who's your pick? Uh, who's watching this game? Anybody? I don't know if the Manning cast is on. I'll watch oh, it. Oh, fair. Um, Cardinals. We'll be we'll be doing a podcast during this. That's true. So, uh, I think uh, say what you want about them. As bad as they all are, DeAndre Hopkins is pretty good. But bury New England. Bury them right now. Hit them while they're down. Punch them down. Smother their face. Curb stomp them. Knock their teeth out. Anything else? Yeah. No, I think that just about covered it. But sweet. All right. We are 30 minutes into this thing. So we're going to get a break in and we'll be back with a Sabres update, Brando's bets, and some quotes with Pat. So uh, Friday segment mania continues here on Not Another Buffalo Podcast. Stick with us. Down in a little small town, ain't much that's very new. They don't take very kindly to folks with different views. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the Weekly Sabres Update. The Sabres are good. Tage Thompson, Josh Allen, both 6'5". Mammoths, both started off terrible. Both are superstars. Go team, go. This has been your Weekly Sabres Update. I want to say Tage Thompson's taller than Josh Allen. Let me search this. He was he was like disgustingly tall on skates too. I felt like he was like Frankenstein. Six six. <laughs> I think Josh is six five. Tage Thompson six six. Josh Allen six five. Hey, wow, got one inch on him. So uh, yeah, well, and you figure you Tage is playing with what probably three inches worth of skates too. I will say, oh, at least at least when I did the ice crew and I had to like ask Tage Thompson to move, it was freaky. <laughs> it's like seven footer on the ice. It's scary. I'm like, I'm older than you, dude. Not a lot of people will experience that in their lifetime. So uh, that's pretty cool. Well, it was like, and then they were playing the Red Wings and Mark Stahl's also pretty big. Um, actually, I'm going to search his height too. And there was like a fight. Mark Stahl's 6'4". And I just remember telling Tage because he beat the crap out of the guy. I was like, go get him. He's like, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, that's my interaction <laughs> with Tage Thompson. As I'm pushing the... F- shovel oh sorry as i'm pushing the shovel on the ice but yeah that's cool we love to see that but they, they might have the best player in the nhl right now people are saying he's better than mcdavid sorry we're going on and on about the sabers today that's all i got no dude i it's they scored six goals in a first period i think that's warranted we could have done an entire podcast it was the sabers were a joke so much like ralph kruger was still the coach when we started this podcast can you believe that <laughs> no i think so. i think yeah you're right i think yes, that was that was the right. case right yeah and uh, they were so bad. Our literally our first long form intro. It was like the the final line of the intro is like, and anything to keep our minds off the sabers, right? And we yep. just can't use that anymore. You know, it's it's good. It's exciting watching these young guys and uh, love Donnie Meatballs. So, uh, Brandon, what you got for us this Sunday? All right. Time for Brando's bets. So recap of last week, I think we missed by the over on points, right? I picked, oh, not the total over. I think I have written down over 43 and a half total points. Okay. Then yeah, we missed on that. Yeah. (laughs) I think I did say like a little caveat. It wasn't the official Brando's bets, but I was like, if you're going to do anything with this parlay, maybe take an alternate line. That's that's lower than that always so. take the alternate lines right um i'm still gonna look i don't know if it's up yet i don't see the defensive props uh but mike white for sacks mike white to throw an interception and um these are the two that i like the best mike white to throw an interception and the buffalo bills team total touchdowns over two and a half those are my two that's good that's gonna be plus bets. money that'll be plus money yeah. as a parlay so uh probably plus 150 Something like plus that. 200. I want to say the, the two touchdowns it, or the over one and a half touchdowns is what What did I just say? One and a half or two and a half. 
over two and a half. Yep. The over two and a half is minus 200. So, you know, if you, if Mike White's around that as well, they're going to come out even odds. So Mike White interception, Bills Mike to White score. will probably be, that'll be a uh, white interception will probably be negative 150 or less, I would think. So, yeah. So those are my but, two for this week. They, uh, they're going to put up some points and they're going to pick off Mike White. Trey White, maybe interception if you're feeling real saucy. Jordan Poyer, interception. Um, take a look at them. I think it'll be a good week for betting this team if you take a look around the roster and you want to play around with some props. But that's what I'm liking this week. That's Brando's. I like it. I like it. So I will shorten this intro before I put it on the episode next time, but I'll roll it since I got it on here. Guess what, Bills fans? It's time for Quotes with Pat. Unfortunately, the guys at Not Another Buffalo podcast are either too lazy or too cheap to hire someone to record their stupid intros, so they decided to use me. To be honest, this constitutes labor without pay and raises some serious ethical questions. Anyway, here's some f***ing quotes. See if you can guess who said it. I like that song, too. That's one of my favorite songs that you guys have on your Cap & Co. album. I appreciate it, man. Hey, shout out, Pat. Great writer. Uh, all right, let me see here. This is a quote. Um, sorry, whew, I had an abnormal distance there for a minute. Um, this is a quote you would think Josh Allen would say. Once I got hit on the rollout, it felt good to be like, I got some contact in. Now I can settle down a little bit. Well, that does sound like a Josh Allen quote. What other quarterbacks like Brock Purdy? Like a little bit of contact, bro. bro. Was, was that a good guess? Bro. I think that was a good guess. It was. It was Brock Purdy. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. yeah. Good job, Brandon. Oh, right. right. You know, I only guessed that because I just read an article earlier. <laughs> that's funny. Sorry, Pat. I didn't cheat. I didn't. I didn't know that's what it was. No, really. no, you're good, man. Um, they were talking about how it takes. I want to say they use different terms for balls. Um, Debu Samuel, Debo Samuel said kahunas. Um, Kyle Shanahan said nuts. And uh, who's there? Nick Bosa was like, the guy's got a big sack or something like that. I don't know if we can put that in there or not, but um, he's like Santa. He called a timeout and he like overruled Kyle Shanahan. And then they, I don't know if you can say this one either, but they started calling him big Brock. <laughs> and that was the <laughs> article that I read. I want to say it was on the athletic. Um, so, <laughs> phallus with incredible stature statement right there. Um, Large so, phallic name. Yes. Okay. We're pretty used to him being extremely accurate. I know there was a couple of times that he's going to be pretty hard on himself, but at the same time, you should be able to not be pinpoint accurate on one or two throws and still be able to execute and operate in a game. Uh, Mike McDaniel? Oh, man. I got to I got to yeah. Did it, did it get again? Oh, oh, those are not easy. Good. I don't think those are easy. Brandon, we we deserve an air Woo! five for that one. Yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was good. It. That was good work, boys. Nice job. And we ha- we had to get through it quick. We're already forty two minutes into this. So, I mean, That's we didn't have funny. any room for leeway on this one. So. Uh, if we spent 10 minutes guessing quotes, we'd be screwed. Well, that's or what least, I was trying to at least like, I'd uh, be screwed editing this. So I was trying to do a Tyler Huntley one, but he was just like, they like asked him post game and they were like, how did you do it? And he was like, well, people say it's just football. So I just thought I'd play it like it was football. And you know, we went out there and did it. And I was like, oh my God, it's so lame. Why couldn't you give like something more memorable? Why couldn't you to say that you need to take your grills out? But that's funny. <laughs> whatever. Man, those are good oh, quotes. Man. Those are good quotes. Yeah. Thanks boys. I that's love funny. it. Funny. All right. Well, you guys know where to find us on Twitter at not buff podcast. One thing I'll say about the Etsy store that we have up, it is get If you did want to get something for Christmas, it's getting dangerously close to 
uh, when you want to order it. So it arrives by Christmas with a little bit of leeway. So you're not uh, freaking out. So if you're not looking for a new year's present, <laughs> now would be the time to uh, click on the NABP store. Thank you to the couple listeners who have ordered Sweet. a couple little things here That's and there. Fun. All right. We'll be back on Wednesday with our regular show next week. Talk to you boys this weekend and uh, go Bills. Go, go Bills. Bills.